Um, sorry, multi-bear, but, uh, I have to slay you. Very well, brave warrior. But will you grant a magical beast one last request? Um, yeah, I guess. I wish to die listening to my favorite podcast. You listen to podcasts? Yes, I love podcasts. Well, okay. You can press play on the MP3 player. The following is not intended for younger audiences. The opinions expressed do not reflect the views of the podcaster's employer. You listen to now, Two Dudes, One Double back, Feature? Relax, I listen enjoy. to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. I thought I was the only one. Welcome! Welcome, everyone, to Two Dudes, One Double Feature, the show in which two dudes talk two films. And that is about it. I'm Dude One, Richard. And I'm uh, Dude Two, Joe, and that was... <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was certainly something different uh, for your intro. Yeah, you know, dramatic pause. I, I wanted to see how... Could I do it longer? It's like... <laughs> eh? And that is about it. Though, though for this week, it's going to be a bit of a lie, because we're not talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Where two dudes talk two shows. That is about it. Uh, <laughs> two dudes, one binge session. <laughs> More or less, yeah. Um, yes, welcome to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Um, we're in the, the holiday phase of our scheduling so just to reiterate what that means is episodes at least regular episodes regular material will be bi-weekly now until the end of the year so we will have two episodes this month two episodes next month we do have some cool special things we talked about them a little bit already but we have some special things coming out um, in the in-between times. One of the things I think you should have already gotten by this point. The other one is still coming. And that one's special. That one's... <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be exciting. So stay tuned for that. Um, but once we wrap up our fourth episode uh, during this time period, we will be... Is I think we have an off period that point as well. And then we'll be back to regular schedule um, in 2022, which will start off with a, a new episode we just planned, more or less. Yeah, um, but also on that note, because we revealed the surprise about Spider-Man the last episode, yes. because th- we're actually going to have like five episodes before the end of the year, technically, but <laughs> we're not going to be yeah. in one of them, which is interesting. <laughs> and I was, and just to, just so you know, um, I really, the intro that 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 uh Wikey does is very good. <laughs> he's a good uh he's a good dude one uh substitute. As as GIF as GIF is a good dude two substitute. Maybe maybe we just let them do every other episode now. <laughs> that would be so nice. Oh my god. <laughs> like oh man, that would have been so useful. Alright, you guys watch the pest and master of disguise. Go for it. <laughs> Please. For the love of God. Watch that, and then watch Bruce Almighty. We'll watch Little Nicky. You just watch Bruce yeah. Almighty. <laughs> that episode's very exciting. That's going to come out next month. That's going to come out in December. We're actually recording this on Halloween, funny enough. 
It's literally Halloween today. Happy Halloween, Joey. Uh, happy Halloween to you too, Richard. Um, I hope everyone, uh, by the time you listen to this, it almost doesn't matter. I hope you had a safe and enjoyable Halloween. Yes, safe being the 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 prime word, but enjoyable also being important as well. Yeah, because you also you also want to try to have as much of a good time as you can under the circumstances that we live in. For for our pre-show stuff, I mean. I feel like there's not much that's been going on, just as far as housekeeping. I mean, uh, not entirely. I mean, not, not at least not anything that we won't be talking about more significantly later on. Yeah, so if you're expecting our thoughts on two certain, like, recent really good movies... Um, like, one one rhymes with, with Oon, and, the <laughs> and other one, one rhymes like with... Ho-ho. <laughs> see that just made me think of twinkies and then that just made me think of timothy chalamet because everyone calls him a twink <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a you know it all came full circle but uh but those though if you're wondering about our thoughts on those two movies i think we say we both enjoyed them and we will talk about them next year that's all i'll say literally <laughs> literally enough we enjoyed them enough to to talk about them next year so stay tuned when we say next year we mean when we come back from our holiday um our traditional holiday hiatus yes and we almost just fun fact we almost threw off the entire schedule just for this episode almost but then it was like well no. calmer heads prevailed <laughs> Because we want we wanted to chase uh, the trends, but we're like, you know what? It's better if we do this next year. We set trends, man. <laughs> we're we're we 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 started off, and then everyone goes, "Oh, look at those guys! Look at what they're doing! Let's let's do that." Are we influencers? I think so. Oh man, gosh! I hope <laughs> we make we make content. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have a house in in in, um, in Los Angeles. We're gonna, it's gonna be called. Uh, Dope ass house. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be so wealthy. We'll buy one of the theater major theaters in Hollywood. So we'll buy the the Cinerama Dome. It'll be called the Two Dudes Cinerama Dome, <laughs> sponsored by the Dope Ass House. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just that's just all we'll, we'll say on on that movie. Other than that, we we do have after this, we do have. Four more episodes, three of which will feature us, one of which will feature um, our friends Alex Wykey and Andrew Gifford. Um, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Because I can't think of much that... Oh, I did see... I know one thing. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 he's pointing at me. I did see um, Invisible, the Invisible the Invisible Man and uh, the Wolfman on the big screen. Yeah, I did see that you did that. That's cool. Yeah, that's. I have nothing else to say other than that. It, it, it's really cool to see that to see you know movies that are like eighty years old on the almost ninety years old or whatever on the big screen. I I mean I've I've did that a couple of times. I did I I, I remember literally on this day a couple of years ago, I saw a double feature of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein in theaters. And that was fun. Mm. I liked doing that, and I saw that with. Uh, a friend of mine, she had never seen either movie. She enjoyed them. So, I think I might have told that story on here. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, did I tell that story? Well, because probably on the, the Bride of Kong episode. Yes. Which was, yes. oh my god, that was over 30 episodes ago. 
That was I thought you were gonna say that was thirty years ago. I'm like, really? Because no, well, that was episode, I was I, I was one. That was almost forty about? episodes ago because that was episode thirty, and we thought, wow, that was an amazing achievement for us to get to thirty episodes. Now we're like close to seventy. We're like, dear God. <laughs> All right, hold on. Can you pause your recording, Joey? Ye- yes. And we're back. <laughs> so no, I I got nothing to add. And I'm I'm currently eating lunch, so I apologize. This is only the second time I've been eating while, while we were recording, I believe. <laughs> I mean, as far as I can remember, yeah, this feels like the second time. This is only the second time, I promise. That's fine. So while Richard is munching, I feel like it's a good time to get started with... Um, uh-huh. <laughs> the mouthful of food. <laughs> <laughs> the mouthful of food oh man so we're gonna get started with this i think so with this week we decided um originally this month was just going to be a tv month where we show the other person a tv show that they haven't seen and talk about them we had another one of these planned for this month but we decided to go in a different direction with that with the second episode for this month but for this month, yes. we do have two really exciting TV shows. Um, the first one being, well, yes, the should be noted too. The whole crux of this episode too, besides being a TV show episode, is that similar to other episodes, Joey and I wanted to sort of introduce each other to something. Yes, and so Joey picked a show that he thought I would want to watch, and I picked a show that I wanted to show Joey. So this first one is Joey's pick. Yes, and that show being Alex Hirsch's Gravity Falls. Um so I should say what right off the bat we didn't wa- neither one of us watched the entire like first seasons of these shows or anything like that. Um because of the nature of this show because it's not an hour long like drama, we watched 3 episodes of the show. Um I showed. I'm just gonna pull up the exact names of the of these episodes. I showed Richard Taurus Trapped, which was the first episode. Um, I showed Richard Headhunters, uh, the third episode, and then the sixth episode, which is Dipper versus Manliness. Three episodes. This is all very true. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I still had. I was gonna say something, but I realized I still had potato wedge in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> no yeah um what was the um uh i guess what what was the drive to pick this one is my question of all like because there's so many great shows not to like downplay this one but what was it about this one that you were like i'm gonna show him this it's one. Pr- I, if i had to pick like my top three favorite tv shows or top five this would be in my top five easily um and it, I just think it, it has so much. And I also, my other reason for picking this is because I know you're open to animation. Because mm-hmm. when I talk, that's... The, I, I do like me some animation. Like, because that's the thing sometimes when you talk to people. And sometimes they're like, you know, they'll watch, like, TV shows and things with fantasy elements and all that. But they won't touch animation because it's animated. You know what I mean? Because it's for kids. Because it's for children. And sometimes, like, you know, we talk about, like, adult animation is usually just just comedy, like The Simpsons, Family Guy, you know, stuff like... Not to downplay those shows, because there are some, some great things about those shows. Um, 
But, and also, uh, this is a Disney um, production that is just pretty incredible, honestly. It, it, it kind of makes me think of Gargoyles in a lot of ways, because it feels like, you're like, Disney made this? Like, really? Like, Dis- Disney made this, you know? Um, like, ho ho, those guys? Yeah. Gorsh? But, you know, I get, and a lot of those, like, you know, I wouldn't just recommend this show to everybody, because, again, people with animation, they're like, eh. They don't, unless it's a cartoon they're already nostalgic for, they might not watch it. Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, whereas you, you're much more open to that stuff. Like, when when I said, yeah, I think you'd like Cowboy Bebop, that's something I'm like, okay, I know you like, I know you're at least open to that concept, even if you don't end up, you know, watching the whole thing. I still have to, I still have to this finish This is me guilt-tripping you into finishing the whole thing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I got up to episode nine, oh, that's far- and I have the... I have the Blu-ray. All right, that's so good. good. Yeah, um, I, I'm doing it. <laughs> but I decided to show you like three episodes out of order because season mm-hmm. season one of Gravity Falls there is like a running story, but it's with these, especially with the la- the other t- the later two episodes that I show you, it's not as relevant as uh, it is in the first one or other episodes. Um, right. Basically, if you've never seen Gravity Falls, it's about these twins, uh, Dipper and Mabel, who spend their summer with their Grunkle Stan in Gravity Falls, Oregon. Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan. And um, their Grunkle Stan works at like a tourist trap called the Mystery Shack, where he's got jackalopes and like rocks, rocks that look like faces, just all sorts of things that are just like... Oh wow! Like so, he could sell merchandise, but also Gravity Falls is just a genuinely weird place where weird stuff does happen, as indicated by this uh, this first episode. And um, it it kind of made me think of like, well, do you remember Ripley's Believe It or Not? Yes, a little yep. bit. Yeah, it kind of made me think of that. I always remember like going on road trips with my family, like when we're going on vacation, and you'd see like, there's always a billboard for Ripley's Believe It or Not. Like, they had a TV show, obviously, but, like, I guess their weird museum is, like, kind of their focus, maybe. I don't know. But it, it gave me those vibes a little bit, at least with the, the, the Mystery Shack or Mystery Hack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we as we, we, we at one point find out. Now, with this show, as far as my experience with it, I haven't, I mean, I haven't, like, watched, watched it extensively, nor have I watched the whole thing, but I have seen... I think some episodes, because mm-hmm. I remember, I think it came on when I was watching. Um, ooh, excuse me, um, I, I try not to be gassy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember like it coming on like after I was watching something on the Disney Channel or or Disney XD or I think it was called like I, th- I think it was Disney XD at the time mm-hmm. or like to- like Toon Disney or whatever. Yeah. Um, Though Toon Disney might be a little too early <laughs> for, for Gravity Falls. Um, and I always thought, like, I, I always thought it was interesting. I love the theme song. Yeah. Like, I knew that before watching, like, the rest of the series. Because, like, that was usually the first thing that would play. And then the theme, and the, like, the theme song would start going and I would just, like, sway with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's just really catchy. It's got a great beat to it. But it's got, like, a weirdness to it. And even, like, the, at the end of the theme song, when it kind of plays the music backwards or whatever, like the... Yes. 
So I definitely, um, I definitely like that aspect a lot. I love the theme song. Um, and it definitely like always seemed like one of those shows I could get into cause it was sort of like weirder. It was kind of like a, like the, the world news weekly or whatever it was called. Like, you know, that the newspaper has like all like the weird stuff in it, mm. like bat boy who, who shows up. In the in the theme song uh, for Gravity Falls, and one of the pictures of just him going, just ah! <laughs> ah! I imagine that's how Bat Boy sounds. Yeah, probably my point. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> but um, but I knew I knew a lot of people. This is like a list of like animated shows that I know so many people are really into that I just haven't gotten around to. Like Adventure Time is another one of them. Mm-hmm. I know people love Adventure Time. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. I've seen clips and bits and pieces here and there. I know um, we constantly watch the one clip of Jake the dog in Finn's pocket. Oh, hey, Jake, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that might that might be uh, after credits potential just. Oh, I already have a few, a uh, few in my head. <laughs> Me going. I'm trying not to burp. <laughs> I'm trying not to be gassy. Um, no, but th- this, you know, and, and I remember too early on, like, because I, I remember there were some mixed things with this show. From so I knew some people who just outright hated the show. And um, another thing with the show was that the production time between episodes and between seasons was a very long, took a long time. Like, to put in perspective, the show started in 2012, June 2012, right? Just about. Really? Mm-hmm. Like the first, first episode, episode, I thought it was much sooner than mm-hmm. that. And then it ended, It conclu- the show concluded February 2016. And there's only two seasons. Only two seasons, but I think that's might be the show. One of the show's <clears throat> strengths is it didn't have time to go to become longer and be like, "All right, here, come on, we're just stretching this out for for really no reason." Um, I just feel like they told the story they needed to. I think as much as I would love to spend more time with with Mabel and Dipper and all these other characters, like I think two seasons was enough. But enough of that. Just these two episodes. Uh, these three episodes, like the first one, three, 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 not, we have two dudes. Um, the three episodes, Taurus trapped, um, you know, M- Mabel gets a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. So Mabel, um, who I immediately knew was voiced by Kristen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that before going, but she has such a like distinctive voice yeah. and she's also so funny. I love Kristen Shaw. Um, but She's, uh, Mabel, her character, is obsessed over, like, just boys in general, and, um, she eventually finds a boy, but he's, like, mysterious, and he looks a little bit, like, rotten, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess, and so Dipper, who, which, is Dipper, like, the main character, I mean, I know it's both of them, but he's sort of, is he, like, the focus he's, of the show a little bit more? I would say so. He's definitely, like, the main character, because he's the one investigating, more or less investigating the stuff going on in the town. Okay. Um, obviously, the show's about them, and they're in basically all the episodes and all that, but he's really where it's, like, he's the one that's, like, trying to focus on, like, man, Gravity Falls is a weird place. <laughs> and 
is there like a like a lack of belief because it seems like that's sort of a, a continuing theme like he tries to be like trying to solve things and everyone's like ah oh, you kids <laughs> there, there's so there's so many like weird things <laughs> and just <laughs> <laughs> oh but um but yeah i guess dipper in the first episode starts to suspect oh I got a cookie. <laughs> That's right from Disneyland from this morning. It flew in on the plane. Oh, this is a cookie directly from Disneyland? Yeah. Oh. It got out. Oh, it does say Disney Parks on it. <laughs> it got in the plane, and it came here for you. Oh, I appreciate Except that. for I broke the ear on the way up. I'm sorry. That's fine. You just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you, Mama. That's saying the episode. Um... <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Oh, you think. You think. <laughs> There's two dudes, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, Dipper. That's who we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, he starts to suspect that um, Mabel's new boy toy might be a zombie or the undead. They never really say zombie, do they? Do they? <sighs> they might have. Because I remember the book says undead. Mm. So you might have said maybe zombie. I don't know. Yeah, but then um, we we learn he's not a zombie. So yes, but but that doesn't mean he's not a little bit off kilter. Mm-hmm. It turns out, my man. What's the what's the boyfriend's name? Do you remember? I don't remember. I I I, I don't remember the boyfriend's name. I there's I. Uh, we the boyfriend is a bunch of gnomes, and I only remember he's a bunch of gnomes I, in a trench. I remember I only remember <laughs> one gnome's name, and I love saying his name, Shmebulok. <laughs> I and I remember Shmebulok because uh, w- when we would excessively play Disney Infinity, and we would make maps and stuff, there was literally uh, you could get the gnomes from uh, Gravity Falls, uh, Gravity Falls, and throw them into your map. And Schmebulock was one of them. Yeah. And so, like, I just remember um, anytime, like, I made a forest map, like, a, like an enchanted forest map, and I literally just dumped a bunch of Gravity Falls gnomes in there. So, like, as you're walking around the forest, you just see little gnomes, and there's at least twelve Schmebulocks. Oh my God. But yeah, the, the, these gnomes, they they want Mabel to be their gnome queen. Yes, as <laughs> as as a gnome would want, you know, uh, holy, holy matronomy, <laughs> matronomy. No, wait, let me do that. Again. Matrimony. There you go. <laughs> uh, that that was. I will say, I I didn't. I knew there were like the gnomes were kind of an iconic thing for the show, but I didn't know that that was gonna be the case. <laughs> that they were just like. <gasps> Um, but no, that was really fun. But but you know, just, it introduced so many hallmarks. Like just like just Mabel is just so outgoing and you know boy obsessed. Obviously, where I just love she's <laughs> mm-hmm. just like you like turtles. I like turtles. Hugh he too. Is there something happening here? I feel something <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, you know, and, and again, I think Gravity Falls like the, the main characters are great, but the supporting characters are so funny. We get Seuss. Seuss is like the, well, he's like the the employee of Grunkle Stan at the Mystery Shack. Yeah, he works for Grunkle Stan, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I, I totally agree. There's some some crazy, creepy stuff here in Gravity Falls." 
<laughs> I love I love the bit when he like I forget what happens, but he starts running away in one of the episodes. But then like you see him as he's running away. <laughs> like <laughs> that that killed me. That was really I love when you talked about the mailman. The mailman. Yeah, he's like um, the mailman's a. I think a mailman oh, was a werewolf. Yeah, you thought, you thought the mailman was a werewolf. And it's just a really hairy man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, just Grunkle Grunkle Stan is just so cheap and just you know, very Mister Krabs, very Mister Krabs like, very Mister Krabs. Um, but at the end of this episode, we know there's some stuff going on. Because he's always in the episodes, and, and this continues, he's one where he's just like, Ah, Dipper, you're just a kid. You don't know what you're talking about. It's just, we just sell this stuff. And he goes, like, behind the soda machine, and you're like, wait, he knows something. There's something going on. Something he's not telling us. What could it be? I don't know. I didn't watch episode two. <laughs> um, but moving on for episode one, there was also, this one I had to show you because of a specific a specific voice. That appears in this episode. Yes, in uh, episode three. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, uh, so in this one, um, Dipper and Mabel find a bunch of like wax statues of famous people and like famous figures. So there's like Genghis Khan is there. Um, Lizzie Borden is there. <laughs> for cra- <laughs> I mean, um, Larry King. <laughs> is there yep. <laughs> um and then uh that you know it, that kind of made me think of the critic a little bit mm. just like the fact that you know they use like celebrities and that and whatnot but um there was uh all these different characters and abraham lincoln melted and then everyone was sad well at least grunkle stan was sad that abraham lincoln melted and so mabel was like i'll make i'll make a wax figure Myself and you know we could reopen this part of the mystery shack, and so she makes a, a wax figure and it's one of Grunkle Stan and he's in love with it, like it's like his it's like his favorite thing ever, yep. and then a mystery happens when we learn that the head of the Grunkle Stan wax figure is gone. Bum bum bum, bum bum bum. Um, yeah, and. We find out the wax figures are basically... It's like a basically Night of the Museum kind of situation. And, Richard, who is leading the wax figures? He's eating, folks. He's eating. I thought I had more time. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the leader of the wax figures is none other than Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Or, as I like to call him, the second best Zatsu. <laughs> yes. Yes, that that he is. Um, we're, we're, of course, talking about um, John Oliver. John Oliver, last week, tonight. Um, you know, he's really funny. He's really funny in this. But also, the fact they have... They, have, like, they got Coolio and Larry King as themselves. <laughs> Just the, the Coolio one feels so random, but then Larry King and it's like also feels so random. But I guess it's like you know what? I'm glad that they did. There's I can not there. You can now officially say that Coolio and Larry King share an acting credit with each other. 
<laughs> and that alone, I feel like that's something John Oliver would have pride in. Like, I was in an episode of Gravity Falls <laughs> with Larry King and Coolio. And Coolio. Um, <clears throat> you know, but this this episode, we really we also get some more of, like, the citizens of, of Gravity Falls. You get, get Old Man McGucket, who's just this crazy guy um, that we, when we meet him. Um, Toby Determined. Is that the the guy with like the tank top or whatever? He he's the he's the reporter. Um, who? Oh yeah. Like, because yeah. one of the other parts of this episode is like they try to do an investigation and they think uh Toby is the one who killed the wax figure of Stan, but it just turns out he he just has a a cardboard cutout of a really hot news reporter, and I just love the part <laughs> where like they 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 figure out it wasn't him and he's like you must be so embarrassed. So embarrassed. But we also meet um. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, the cute biker, who was a, a great scene in the other one of the other episodes, um, played by Will Forte. Oh, I love Will Forte. Uh, I just, I just, I think one of my favorite lines he does in the series is just get him, get him, <laughs> get him. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a really fun episode, and like they're also able to get away with like certain like horrific things because of the fact that it's cartoon and like they're wax figures. Yeah, like they're like the like, melt, <laughs> melt these guys and burn them, <laughs> effectively. That's how you take them out. That's how you. Um, uh, that's how you take them out. Uh, also, no. just want to mention real quick, Linda Cardellini is Wendy. Love Linda Cardellini. And, you know she's great as that. Um, the as that character. Um, I also. Excuse me. I also just want to mention too that Alex Hirsch, uh, who created the show, also voices Grunkle Stan, Seuss, and Old Man McGucket. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays those characters. I knew he. I knew he played the two, but I didn't know he like went further than mm -hmm. that. That's pretty. Yeah. Cool. Is he in anything else, or did he make anything else? Off the top, I know. I thought he had like a Netflix um, deal at one point um, after Gravity Falls. Um, I'm not sure what he did with that. Um, because I know he didn't do other dis. I don't think he did other Disney stuff after Gravity Falls because um, he has he has very strong feelings about the Walt Disney Company and it, some did it end on rough terms basically. Uh, not even just with not even with his show. I think with just other stuff in general because there's other shows. I know was it Owl House? I think that was like a recent. That was like a Disney I think show. So. Owl House, yeah. And that got and that was very apparently like people really liked that show, but it got canceled after one season, which is kind of a similar story to what happens with our next um tv show we're talking about but i just wanted to quickly talk about the last episode of our three um talk about uh dipper versus manliness yeah this is your favorite episode you said this is my favorite episode uh ma mainly just just for certain things that happen towards the end of the episode <laughs> and just is it also just the fact that alfred molina voices um the, the multi-bear multi like literally uh uh like a like a, a cerberus version of a bear but with instead of three heads it's like six or seven <laughs> he's got a bunch of heads he's a bear he's voiced by alfred molina and he likes uh icelandic pop group baba not abba <laughs> baba baba <laughs> and not not uh dancing queen disco you know <laughs> coming through that girl is you 
but it, it's a fun it's a fun episode and i think it's a it's a good one for kids especially like boys because you know girls obviously have expectations society too but boys it's like you got to be a man you have to be tough you can't you can't like Icelandic pop group baba you can't like that no stuff. why are you doing that you know um but like D- dipper hangs out with like the manators <laughs> who are these giant minotaurs who are just really buff literally like the manliest minotaurs you could ever meet at least superficially speaking i just love there's pituitor testosterone beardy <laughs> beardy uh i don't remember your name but beardy that's my name <laughs> <laughs> And this is very, also very similar to um, Dune because Dipper puts his hand in the hand of pain. There's a pain hole, and I'm like, "What's in the hole? Pain." <laughs> Where's Charlotte Rampling? <laughs> She's she. I mean, you know, she could she could give some manliness, I'm sure, to like the, the proceedings. <laughs> I also just love where like they have to meet the lead, leader. Are they have to meet the leader? And you think it's this wise old minotaur, but it's just the bait. <laughs> For the leader to come out, <laughs> that's like, and it, and it like snot, it shoots out like flames out of his snot, uh, out of his nose. <laughs> it's it's the reverse of that episode of SpongeBob where, uh, <laughs> where SpongeBob's about to like have an opponent for the Fry Cook games, and it's just Patrick. <laughs> you see this buff dude come out, busting through the stands, and he turns around, Patrick Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was my really God. funny that's amazing that's amazing um and also uh mabel is trying to get uncle stan um hook, hook, uncle stan hooked up with the di- um with lazy the susan. diner lady yeah it's lazy susan <laughs> hey oh <laughs> uh, no i liked that one a lot that one was really funny i liked there's that's i think my favorite thing about the show was just how just how funny it was because it was just mm. very it's very quick and like a lot of stuff happens at once but you can appreciate just how ridiculous a lot of it is and how funny it all is like obviously baba instead of abba you know disco girl or just the fact that he gets a chest hair at the end of the episode and then mabel pulls it out <laughs> what's it in the scrapbook it's like all that effort and she's like thank you Put it in the scrapbook. And then just... Like, oh. <laughs> just, like, all the little things. Like, the fact that the reporter in the second episode has a turkey baster and not a microphone. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a turkey baster. oh <laughs> and, and the crazy thing is, you haven't even met, like, some of the main, like, antagonists. No. Really. Oh. Yet. Um, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> because there's some colorful antagonists uh and i could say one of them sounds like jock <laughs> speaking of that there are the two police officers in the show <laughs> oh yes um i always forget there there's there's uh sheriff blubs and uh, Dep- uh deputy derlin the, they're the two dudes of of gravity falls i imagine <laughs> they do and it's such <laughs> Honestly, they're a better they're better gay representation than whenever Disney's like, oh yeah, this is our first gay character <laughs> in like a movie that's clearly just for social media clout. Like, it's not LeFou. It's it's blo- it's blubs and dirt. It's right clearly. here. Like, it's right is- here. 
It's like I, I love when they're just like, are you thinking like taking our clothes clothes off and running around the fire hydrant? Yes, yes, I am. And he's already <laughs> Blubs already has his shirt off. And just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they, they were so funny. <laughs> Like I, I think that's one of the great things too. Is there's so many co- like colorful, char- weird characters that whenever you revisit the show, it's just kind of fun like, to see all those people it, again. It really, you know, it really made me think of like our radio dramas and just like the level yes. of silliness and this the the level of like colorful characters that we have and 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 both of them and like all the little skits that are in between. So that that alone was make me like would make me just think this this would be a great like why don't we like why don't we do an animated show <laughs> I like that we would have some we would have some fun stuff in our animated show yeah so we'll have to get on that <laughs> we'll have to get on that but I'm glad you enjoyed these these three episodes would you continue this show I could see it happening honestly like it's very funny and. I mean, it looks great on Disney Plus. So even if like I I I don't get like the Blu-ray, which is out, you can't get some Blu-ray, which is cool from Shout Factory. Um, uh, at the very least, the whole thing's on Disney Plus, and it looks fantastic that way. Which is very hard to say for a lot of streaming things. Like right now, I'm watching Dune with with it muted, and it's supposed to be like presented in 4K Dolby Atmos, like the whole thing. But um, HBO Max has not really reached quality streaming status as of yet no no but also too like it's a it, like speaking of like the quality of the show i just think the animation looks really good too it's very like, good it's surprised like i was surprised how I mean, good it was like there's some detailed things that go on especially in the later episodes um that's why like again production take took so long between <laughs> to, between the episodes um like it was almost, I, I kind of remember vaguely remember it was almost kind of like a big deal when an episode would happen, which is kind of um, kind of strange to think about because I don't want to say animation stuff is disposable, but I feel like there's that mindset where it's like they crank out so yeah. many episodes of a season at a time. Like I remember Gargoyle season two had fifty two episodes. <laughs> this is true. You know, Gargoyle season two had fifty two, fli- like to the point where like season two had to be split up into two DVD sets of gargoyles and for a long time we didn't have the second half of gargoyles season two on dvd nope now now um i mean they they, they exist but you know it's, it's, would be nice if it was on blu-ray yeah, that that's that is true that is true well with that said we're uh we're gonna take a drive out of gravity falls Aww. and um you know it's okay we're gonna we're gonna go to somewhere else okay it's okay uh, we're gonna go to uh we're gonna go to lovecraft country oh we're going to lovecraft country um uh, uh, in the in 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 the in the in you know in the past, <laughs> when yes, when things uh, were st- terrible. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned.
we're back! Welcome back to Two Dudes, One Double Feature in our last segment. We did not talk about a movie. No. We talked about a show. <laughs> and that show was Gravity Falls. And now that we've gotten Joey's pick done, we're going to move on to my pick. A show that I wanted Joey to watch. And this is a relatively recent show. Literally, it came out last year. And then um, it had a full season. And then it got canceled. Shit. <laughs> and did it get canceled? Like the wasn't that like about around the same time that it got nominated for a bunch of stuff too at the Emmys? Mm-hmm. It got a bunch of nominations, and they're like, "We're canceling the show." Yeah, yeah. And the creator even said that she had a bunch of ideas for season two. She even like released a map, and it's like, "Why are you teasing us? Well, why would you do that? I want, I want the show to continue." But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about the 2020 uh, HBO show Lovecraft Country. I also just want to preface this by saying we're two white guys, so we're not we're not the best people to talk about this show. Um, but no. what we can say is, like, I know you're a huge, huge fan of this show. You talk about it a lot, and you'll periodically say you're just watching it. Uh, or you did it on Blu-ray or whatever. <laughs> and I can say that um, I only watched the first episode. I wanted to watch episode two before recording, but this is a packed Halloween weekend for me because I saw that movie that rhymes with Ho-Ho and I saw the <laughs> Wolfman. Ho-Ho and and and, eventually, and earlier that you saw uh, Oon. 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 <laughs> Um, Part two. But I can say after watching episode one of this, yeah, I'm 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 pissed that this didn't get a second <laughs> season. Uh, I enjoy it, it. Was a really good um, introduction to this show. I haven't even I haven't se- again I haven't seen the other nine episodes or anything like no, that. Yeah, um, that like that's sort of the thing. Like it would be nice if we could have watched the se- season of each one of these shows. But I think this is a nice like sample size. You know, for each yeah. one, it gives you a taste of what each show has to offer. Yeah, and I can I can say I'm just going to answer your uh, answer the question I asked you at the end of that of the last half. Yes, I will continue this show. <laughs> How long will it take me to continue? I don't know, just because of my the way my viewing habits are, and also maybe because of our hiatuses this month, I can mm-hmm. I can really delve into this. So hopefully. That works out. I, I'm, I'm really excited to continue this. But let's talk about the show. Let's talk about the show. No, I I just remember seeing trailers for it and thinking, this looks really, really good. And, you know, obviously the big advertisement was that it was a production, like a like it was produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. And it was like, oh, you know, it's going to be some, some exciting, you know, new thing that they're doing. Because obviously they get top-billed. Um, and then um, I just remember seeing, like, like, clips and images and hearing the premise of it and i mean even just it's called lovecraft country obviously it sort of riffs on hp lovecraft but also the big difference between that is that um you know it sort of also brings up the fact that hp lovecraft was incredibly racist and so it sort of plays in into the story's narrative a little bit but essentially the show itself um is about uh this this uh, young man named Atticus, played by arguably uh, a new, uh, the new love of our lives, uh, uh, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yes, Kang on Loki and in the MCU. For those of you that don't know who Jonathan Majors is, but um, he is he is hunkalicious. Let's be honest. 
Yes. Every time he takes his shirt off, I I, I remember the story of the, the, the young woman that broke her braces when she was watching Black Panther and Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off and she's and then he paid for the braces. Good job, Michael B. That's, Jordan. That's that's an awesome story. But isn't Jonathan Majors in that um that what new western uh yes. Heart of the Heart of the Fall or whatever that's called? I really want to see yeah. that. That looks really, really good. That's a great cast too. Yeah, a friend friend of mine saw it and they really liked it, so I'm I'm very excited for that. So excited. I mean Idris Elba, Regina King uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh my God, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, so good, so good. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Majors. He plays Atticus or Tick. Tick Freeman is his name, and um, he's coming home from being in the war. I believe it's a uh, he's he was stationed in South Korea, and this is also set during like the Jim Crow era, you know, of of our American history. So obviously, everything is segregated. So like. You know, there's the whites only, the colored people only signs everywhere, um, and there's, you know, it's it's a it's a huge aspect of the show. And so, um, Tick comes back to Chicago where he lives, and um, we meet his uncle George, I believe his name is his uncle George. I don't know why I'm blanking on that, but his uncle George, um, who writes the like the essentially the Green Book. He writes a travel guide for for black people to feel safe as they're traveling um, during really shitty times. Um, we also meet uh, Letty, uh, who's uh, who's played by Journey Smollett, who is Black Canary. For those of you uh, don't know, she's Black Canary in Birds of Prey, and she's getting her own show with the creator of Lovecraft Country on HBO Max or a movie. Either one, either way, I'm excited to see it. It it, it is pretty pretty exciting, though. I I, will, I won't echo like people's concerns with that kind of stuff, where it's like that like the stuff with uh, people of color is being being put on the streaming service, whereas it's not on the big screen viewing. But regardless, I I am excited to see that how that turns out. Um, you know, and Batgirl. So you know, Batgirl. Oh my God, freaking Brendan Fraser is in Batgirl. I'm sorry, I had geek for a second. <laughs> I had to geek for a second. But yeah, so... Um, t- but see, the reason that Tick comes back, though, is because his father, who he has a really, really intense relationship with because there was a lot of abuse, um, has gone missing. Mm-hmm. And he sent Tick a letter, and so Tick had to come back to Chicago to try to figure out what's going on. So him, along with Letty, who's really just trying to hitch a ride so she can, you know, just find find a place to stay or, you know, just move on with her life somehow. Um, ends up joining uh, Tick and his Uncle George, at least in this first episode, to go on one of their travel guide rides where they go to different towns to try and, you know, again, assess which are the safest places in the country for black people to visit. And... Um, they, 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 there's some genuinely like tension building moments, but also like you know, it's, the show, I mean, it kind of outright says it, but like the show has a lot of supernatural aspects to it. Mm. And um, it is very much like a horror science fiction pulpy kind of show. And so like um, in the first episode, uh, we meet sort of the main monster, not necessarily the main monster, but one of the like more reoccurring monsters that shows up in the show. 
um, and it's sort of based on Lovecraft monsters, and it's I think they call it a Shagoth, which I think is based on a Lovecraft thing, and it sort of looks like a a naked mole rat with a bunch of eyes yeah. and sharp teeth, and like it sort of works the same way as a vampire, more or less. So that's that's kind of the gist of it. I mean, there's a lot more that goes on in the show, and the, and and you know, it is an hour long, so it's really it really takes its time to introduce you to these characters, so you can get a, involved with these characters. Um, but I will tell you out, up front, Joey, that and I think I told you this when we were watching this this episode. While I think it's a great representation of what this show is about, this show takes some turns hmm. and tries many different genres <laughs> so but um i'm curious more about how you felt uh, about watching the first i know you, obviously you've already said that you really liked it but like i guess detail is what i'm asking for well okay you know um I, i'm glad you brought up gr like green book because it just it just like we don't need that kind of story in in like 2020s like that that movie might have worked like 40 years ago it's weird to think about that one <laughs> it's very weird and I, I i think about a lot of things with this with this show and it's just i think the characters for one are great they're all like they're, no nobody's like nobody's perfect for one and there's all all these sorts of like this family drama you know and it's also just kind of cool um that because I know people talk about this sometimes, like when, like, like the Carlton stereotype of black people, where people they're like, "Oh, he's very white, and he likes these like yeah. white things," and it's like, no, like it's possible to to be black. And again, we're not the best people to talk about that kind of thing, but that was something that popped up with me, where it's like Jonathan Majors is re reading uh, Princess of Mars, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they're t and he's talking with his uncle about like, like science fiction and horror things, you know, when people talk about tick, they talk about him like, because obviously before he went in the military, he, I guess he was like a scrawny kid with like Coke bottle glasses mm. that was really into like science fiction and stuff. So he was effectively a nerd, right? And that's all anyone saw him as. And then he shows back up after being in South Korea. And I'll just say right now, there's some stuff that happens in South Korea. <laughs> Arguably, the the craziest stuff in this show happens in South Korea. And also, the other big thing, too, like we've brought this up a couple times to talk about horror movies, that real life is more frightening than the stuff that's some of the stuff that's in horror movies. So like the while the stuff with like the mole rat vampire things I forgot the name already I'm <laughs> the, sorry the sh shagoth shagoth thank you um, shagoth, I'm still yeah. just gonna call them the mole rat vampire things <laughs> the mole the the vampire mole rats yes um yeah. that stuff's scary and I think the most tense moment of the whole show is when they go to that that episode is when they go to that diner the diner scene is like I remember the first time I saw that when I was watching it on HBO and so basically it's just so you know the context of the scene so again this is set during you know jim crow era you know segregation and whatnot and so uh they're in the travel guide road trip and they go to this diner to try and stop and get food but obviously things are already sort of tense because they're noticing the town is seeing them and feeling off put a little bit like they drive past firefighters who feel hurt off put by their just being their presence there. yeah and they go into a diner and this diner is like white it is clearly like shimmering white you know what i mean and uh the the two people in there clearly like the customer and the employee are again very off put um 
the customer just outright leaves and the employee is like nervous. He doesn't know what to do. And so he tries to serve them and they're just like, you know, we'll take, well, they're just ordering like normal. They're trying to like really be in a normal situation. And, but they, but they know that something doesn't feel right. And they're a bit uncomfortable, obviously, especially just seeing how they're being gawked at. And so Letty, um, who went to the bathroom and then it starts to come back to their booth, notices the kid talking to someone on the phone. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first real indication that something bad's about to happen. And Tick is sort of looking at the walls and realizing that it seems like everything in the walls were freshly painted. And then he asks his uncle, Uncle George, about why the White House is white. And what does he say, Joey? Because it burned. <laughs> War of 1812, uh, you know, like, it's one of those wars people forget about sometimes, and they repainted it white because, you know, shit, shit got burned. And they, they, fi- they move, like, a floorboard or whatever, and they, they see, like, the burnt, like, what was previously burnt, there. The scuff marks, yeah, the burn marks, yeah. And they're just like, oh, man. <laughs> and then Letty just screams, running out, we gotta get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Um, that was, like I said, that was, that was intense. Um, that whole, that whole. And then they chase them. And they chase them. It's like Mad Max. <laughs> it's literally like Mad Max. Like they're just trying to get away. And you got these crazy white people shooting like, like freaking sniper rifles at them. Like with scopes. The, there was a fire truck chasing them too, but that got like wrecked. So it wasn't following them anymore. Thankfully they got out. But another, another really like scary intense moment is when they see the sheriff. So, um, again, just, just to explain the scene. So, um, they're going, they finally make it to, um, they're going to a place called Ardham, which it's not Arkham, which is the, you know, the place in Lovecraft, um, or Batman, Mm -hmm. if you, (laughs) where, where, you know, Batman got that was from HP Lovecraft, but they're going to a place called Ardham and they're, they're not finding necessarily where they're supposed to be. And, beforehand they had learned that where they're supposed to be is a very scary place especially for people like them and so it's just not ideal to be there and um, especially 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 because there's a sheriff who is notoriously racist and and notoriously like hell-bent on like killing any black person or minority that he sees come into his town and so they're just parked there, and he comes up, and he starts going, have you ever heard of a sundown town? And they're all like, yes, we have. He's like, well, this is a sundown county. So that just makes it scarier. That was kind of wild. But also, I was it's another weird story. So they have the Aunt Jemima logo in one of the scenes. For context for people, Aunt Jemima, in case you're young and you don't know who Aunt Jemima is, you're listening this years in the future. Uh, it, it was a like a pancake uh pancake syrup label. It had, goes by a different da- name now, but it, they kept this brand until 2020. But I was at the grocery store today. Then they didn't have the syrup or the pancake mix, but they had this flour. Like I think it was a flour mix that they had or whatever that still had the Aunt Jemima logo. It doesn't look quite like what it did in Lovecraft Country, but because the one in Lovecraft Country is like an older probably older variation more like what you would think of like that mammy archetype and like in gone with the wind or something like that you know but it was just kind of crazy like there was that whole like uproar about the aunt jemima stuff and then like 
it's in it's in Lovecraft Country, and then I see it again at a grocery store in October 2021. So that that was um that was something, but I think I, I think the show um I mean I, I also love the opening of of the show where he's like he's on the battlefield and you see like mm-hmm. shit like Cthulhu and then Jackie Robinson. Yeah, like- <laughs> <laughs> the dream sequence is such a great way to start the whole show yeah. honestly because it just i think literally that dream sequence shows you every type of genre that you're gonna work with so like um like there's like obviously science fiction because you see sort of the the war of the worlds archetype yeah. with the aliens mm-hmm. you see the flying like cthulhu head things um jackie robinson cuts one in half with his baseball bat mm-hmm. Um, which is really fun. And that's, again, that's the, f- like, one of my favorite things about the show is that you just, like, you can, you have an idea. Cause I remember watching, like, the second and third episodes, and they were still doing that storyline of him trying to find his dad. And I thought, okay, this is going to be the whole season. He's going to try to find his father. But just as a spoiler, I, I, sorry, but they find the dad in, like, episode two or three. Okay. And then, um, as the story progresses, they're learning more and more about, like, Tick's heritage and his, and, and you know his connection to like this or that and this like secret cult that they meet very like sort of cult of cthulhu-esque cult um magic gets involved um at one point it turns into like an indiana jones story where they're going into a tomb at one point um it turns into like a straight like literally a straight up science fiction like time travel episode Mm. like i mean it it does i think it is very like horror forward like, and then all the other stuff sort of like comes secondary, but it it feels a lot like like horror, but like it's like a Twilight Zoney kind of vibe. Maybe mm. it's like like you just don't really know what's gonna happen next. Like you can have an idea, but then you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And that's what I kind of that's what I really loved about it is that each episode you didn't know what was gonna happen. You didn't like like you you had ideas and you knew what the themes they were gonna deal with. Obviously, like with racism being a big a big theme um but just everything was so different and all the characters get such great episodes um letty's sister who uh is in um loki i forget the act the actor's name oh um what's her uh let me just i'm just making sure that okay uh one me uh one me masaku that sounds right She's also in a great movie called His House on Netflix. I highly recommend that movie. Okay. Sorry that it took so long, folks, uh, but she's great. She's great. Um, and fun fact, um, I I figured the first place Joey might recognize her was from Loki as the security guard, but that was not uh, That was not the first place he recognized her. And the funny thing was, I didn't know that that was her until much later. And then when Joey mentioned it, it reminded me. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, she is the woman that blames Superman in BVS for burning her village. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So she is one of the many actors who've been able to transcend the 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 boundaries of the MCU DCEU separation. She's like, nah, I'm gonna be in both. And it's always like one is more prominent in the other, so it's like Zachary Levi has a has a has a role in in the later Thor movies, but then like nah, now it's Shazam. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so no, she's very good. She has arguably one of the craziest episodes 
in the entire show. Oh wow! Um, I don't want—I I don't even want to say what happens, but it does involve her like trying to get a job at a department store that is primarily like white employees. So she tries to because they—they they sort of mention it in the first episode, like trying to get a job at a department store. Um, but uh, obviously. You know, it's it's a whole plot line, and then Jamie Jamie Chung, who's in the show, who's very very good. Um, she's she's in the South Korea episodes, and um, she has a really great character arc, but also a lot of crazy things. I'll just say, um, uh, there's no, I don't even want to say. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm just like no, no, I don't even want to say because I just really want to. I, I definitely just want to continue the whole show. It it seems really interesting. Episode one definitely yeah, and, leaves you with a lot of questions. It, it leaves you with so many questions, and I, I I gotta give a massive shout out to just the cast and the whole show. I mean, obviously Jonathan Majors is he's he's a rising star. I want him in more things. I want to see him in like everything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And not just because he's a, he's hunkalicious, but also because I think he's a really good actor. Yes. <laughs> um, Journey Smollett, who again I. I love as Black Canary, but also I knew her from her Full House days as Michelle Tanner's best friend, mm. <laughs> which I think I mentioned that last time. Uh, I, I mentioned her probably, but um, she's she's very very good in the show. She, um, Letty is one of the best characters, honestly, and like her whole arc and how it sort of goes into like how it goes into and I, she uh, she has a she has a quote like she has a, a catchphrase essentially. Um, she says it in the first episode. Uh, she's like, "I'm Letitia F. and Lewis," <laughs> and so like that's her that's her catchphrase in the show. Um, I also hold on, I gotta look up his name before I are forget because t- this this are has to be mentioned. Are you talking about Uncle George or are you talking about um, the? Dad? Well, Uncle George, I Uncle George needs to be mentioned as well. Uncle George, though, sadly, um, Uncle George isn't in the show as much as some of the other characters, but I do, his presence is very important, and he is a great character, mm. nonetheless, um, and he works as, like, a great, um, like, sort of father figure to Atticus, especially because his own father was, was pretty hard-headed and abusive, but on that note, I do, like, as you were saying, I do want to mention, um, the father, because, uh, Montrose Freeman is his name, he is played by... Um, the great Michael K. Williams, who unfortunately passed away, like I think a week ago, a couple weeks ago, it feels like at this point, um, or maybe even a month. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember. He, he passed away specifically. Se- uh, September. So it was last month. Yeah. But no, he, he's been in a lot of stuff. I remember him from, uh, he was in Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. I remember him from there. He was in, he's been in a bunch of movies, bunch of shows, and he this is probably i think my favorite performance from him in the show you haven't got to experience that yet but he's so good and he has a great arc um in the whole show and it it involves um the the bar that that tick visits in the first episode and the guy that owns the bar and uh no it's it's he's so good in the show and i'm it's it's sad that he that he you know he's gone now but at least he left this great performance and many other great performances um, for all of us to enjoy for years to come. No, for sure. I just want to mention too, handful of other um, works. The Wire, he was on. The Wire, yes, um, yes. Uh, Gone Baby Gone, Twelve Years a Slave, Inherent Vice, which is a strange movie. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I mean, it's 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 Joaquin Phoenix and mutton chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I think, and uh, obviously it was it was canceled. I'm just looking at my my brief notes that I have for this. Um, got a bunch of Emmy nominations, of course. Tons of Emmy nominations, which also happened around the same time HBO decided to cancel the show. <laughs> And wasn't that around the same time as uh, we saw him, uh, we saw Jonathan Majors at the end of Loki? I feel like it was around that same time. You know what? It, it really feels like, I, I mean, I think it might have been a bit earlier that the Emmy nominations, because I don't remember when the Emmys were. Because I feel like it was like either like a week before or a week after they were announced. And it was like, it was a big I, but, like Jonathan Majors like week or period, you know? <laughs> Um, it, it sounds familiar, if I'm being honest, like, I could, like, it it does sound familiar, though. And while Joey's looking that up, I also want to give one major shout out to the creator of the show, Misha Green. Um, I genuinely loved, uh, the show that she made, and, um, what else has she done? She's done... Uh, she's done, she hasn't directed any films yet, but apparently she's set to direct the sequel to the first Tomb Raider, the recent one with uh, Alicia Vikander. And, um, as far as TV shows, she was, she was active on shows like, uh, Sons of Anarchy, which she, she co-wrote an episode and was a staff writer on. She, um, she wrote episodes of Heroes and Spartacus, underground she was a co-creator of and um the big one obviously is lovecraft country and then she'll be doing black canary next i imagine but um she's she made this amazing show and i'm I'm sad it got canceled hbo what was your thought process behind that i will say though like we were talking about with gravity falls the story is complete by the end of it so, like, it does feel like it tells one whole story, but it would have been nice to see how it would have continued. Yeah. I have a light I have a light mustache right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> just to answer your question, right, the Emmy nominations, I had to look this up, were announced, mm-hmm. uh, or at least this thing was updated, July 13th, 2021. Loki, the last episode of Loki, came out July 14th. Oh... So it was after. Yeah, it was like a. <laughs> it was well after. <laughs> July fourteenth, July thirteenth and fourteenth. It was like a big Jonathan Majors, um, like period right there. <laughs> oh, listen, massive love to Jonathan Majors. Uh, As I've already done, great actor, hunkalicious. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad we decided to do this episode for one. Because it'll be easier on me in the edit, edit shorter episodes. <laughs> Literally, the first one only exceeded like it barely got to forty minutes. This one just got over thirty. Yeah, in the conversation. <laughs> um, but it's it's also just nice too. Like okay, like cool TV show recommendations, and I'm like, I know I'm definitely gonna check out the rest of this. Um, the rest of this show. Um, and and I'm I'm definitely excited to see more i honestly feel like gravity falls can turn into like a feel-good show 
which yeah. I I need some feel good shows because I, I my feel my feel good show for a while was um only murders in the building, which I love that show. Uh, maybe I'll talk more about it whenever we do a st- our Steve Martin episode we have yeah. planned. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, but I could see Gravity Falls being sort of filling that void a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely let me know when you get because there's some episodes that are just they're so funny, but also some episodes that are just like. Um, there's so like in season two, there's like like um like a haunted mansion like I I like no, I don't want to say haunted mansion because like the haunted mansion but like there's like um I forget the name of the episode in season two because I forget mm-hmm. it's been a while but um northwest uh northwest uh, mansion mystery I think is the name is the name of the episode in season two and um genuinely great episode. <laughs> <laughs> so many so many things about it i know it's one of allison's favorites um but yeah these are some great shows folks uh do you guys like lovecraft country or gravity falls um are you more interested to check those shows out i hope so i hope so too. <laughs> i hope so and, and you know what hell if you guys have some show recommendations you want us to watch like not even just for podcast reasons if you if you're like this is a cool show check it out let us know yeah please let us know seriously yeah um that about wraps it up. Check us out in two weeks. Have a good night, everyone. Happy Halloween. Thank you all for listening to Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Special shout out, as always, to John and Kenny Armstrong. They've been working so hard on this radio drama thing, it's been crazy but we love them. Thank you guys so much for everything you do for the show. And of course, we'll see you guys in two weeks with a big, fat, monstrous episode. I broke the ear on the way up. I'm sorry.